you got a t-shirt with bloodstains all over it, maybe laundry isn't your biggest problem right now. <laughs> I remember the day the candle shop burned down. Everybody just stood around and sang happy birthday. And a security guard came over and said, you're gonna have to move, you're blocking the fire exit. As though if there was a fire, I wasn't gonna run. You make love to the right woman, Johnny is beautiful, beautiful. I mean, the last time I made love to my wife, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Nothing was happening. I looked her, I saw what's the matter. Can't you think of anyone either? <laughs> I never learn, you know, like a waitress will bring my meal. Hey, enjoy your meal, you too! But you don't have one, do you? I'm a doofus! If you do eat, enjoy it when you eat it. If you have a break or something later, if you get an opportunity, that's all I'm trying to say. That's all that I'm driving at, really. Hello, welcome to Comedy Think Tanked, a podcast with Leonard Kimball and Nick Gordon, two comedians who know how to take a drink and have a thought. Sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy. Now, whether they're ready or not, here's your host, Leonard and Nick. Hello, Leonard. How are you doing? Good. Nick, how are you? Good. We got to work on those. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting so, so smooth in these hellos that uh, like, it's almost like we've done this for like, I don't know, a couple days. Three episodes. <laughs> maybe four. <laughs> this is maybe the fourth episode. Someday yeah. we'll, we'll get to a smooth hello. I think I think it'll be the day that we get in person where we're, when we're together in a, the same room, we can actually hear each other speaking and see each other speaking. And and, uh, you know, um, obviously through Zoom, we can do that. But at the same time, it's, it's <laughs> just like the slightest of delays. Oh, I think some of the audience are going to say, like, they can't see each other. That's so dumb. Why don't they what turn they, their cameras on? What are they idiots? <laughs> <laughs> some of it. some of the audience <laughs> they probably one, have an easier the time they turned on their cameras <laughs> yeah yeah don't they know how zoom works <laughs> and then there's always that one person's like well you should use teams <laughs> <laughs> fuck you i've learned zoom <laughs> have you tried i'm doing have you tried google hangouts <laughs> no i won't i refuse <laughs> jesus yeah, we're officially sponsored by Zoom. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that yeah. can we say can we say brand names of things without um, having sponsorship or how does that work? We gotta I don't, we gotta... I don't know. I don't know if that's more like uh just the someone sort of thrown at the middle finger to a to a corporation to say, I'm not saying their name on our podcast, but we're not giving um, them free advertisement. <laughs> We've got almost three hundred listeners, we're not gonna give them free. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's that's not us not this year no not this year uh, um i think everyone just knows what zoom is like it's not it's not a brand name of anything it's just the fact that we're on the computer we're looking at each other and talking to each other therefore right. it's zoom it could be any other platform but 
Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like uh, Q-tips. Yeah, yeah. Q-tip is a brand name, right? But right. But everything is a Q-tip. Everything is a Q-tip. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even even the other end of my toothbrush, if necessary. <laughs> right. That's gross. <laughs> Just wrap it I'm, in cotton. Ugh. Uh, how how have you been? Uh, <laughs> uh, I I've been great. Um, getting in more exercise. Uh, oh, I had this cool thing happen to me. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. I was, pu- I was putting my belt on because hey, I was getting dressed. Because that's that's one cool thing. Just in general, in the in the days of COVID, not leaving the house, I was actually getting dressed. Yeah. And I was putting my belt on. And I was tightening it, and I tried to put the little little poker thing into the belt, you know, through the hole, you know, or I don't I'm know sure. what that thing is called. It has a technical <laughs> term, I'm sure. <laughs> and I'm like put, trying to put it in, and it, I couldn't push it through. And I was like, oh. And I was like pulling my belt tighter, like trying to find the hole. And I was like, I'm out of holes on my belt. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, what? oh. That was fucking awesome. I, had, I ran and told my wife, oh, look at this. <laughs> that's that's really cool. So, um, damn. All right. It's called yeah. a prong, by the way. Uh, <laughs> okay. All I right, sci- scientist. No, no. I just looked it up. I just Googled belt. <laughs> belt. And then so the, you get the, the prong goes into the hole thingy. Okay. Yeah, the prong goes in the hole. The hole is actually called a punch hole. Okay. <laughs> weren't, weren't. We, when yeah. we open our when we open our comedy club, we gotta call it the punch hole. There we go. Damn it. Damn it. Right Grab there. it. Write that down. Write that down. The punch down. hole. The, the punch, punch hole. hole. There we go. Oh, there is the name. <laughs> bitch. See, some good has come from this podcast. Yeah, finally. <laughs> Four episodes in. <laughs> oh, by the way, the name of the podcast. Oh yeah, we have uh, a name. Uh comedy think tanked. <laughs> Tank to tank to Oh my god, comedy think tanked. Um, you were on the radio the other day. Um, and yeah, I, I saw uh, I heard you butchered it. Uh, <laughs> butcher, I, butcher it would put it kindly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a nice person, so um. What the you know, I, I listened to it after the fact though. I listened to the recording of so had I been listening live, I think I would have called in and been like, Whoa, <laughs> can you whoa. just put me on the they're like Mark, can you just put me on the air just for a second? I just want to say the name clearly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have um I have a few things, I have some airing of grievance. <laughs> um, so. That was fun. I was on the radio on WIGYradio.com. Yeah, you guys can go find that on Mark in the Morning, the Breakfast Club. It was fun. Um, I I knew I knew as soon as I was going to say it that I was like, I'm going to screw up the name again. I just I just got to bring. I was I was telling I should get like a you know a little soundboard app on my phone of of you saying the name of the podcast, <laughs> and then every, and then every time someone asks me. And I go, oh, hi, do you want to come on my uh, my podcast? I'm like, yeah, what's your, what's the name of the podcast? Oh, it's called Comedy Think Tanked. And then I'll, <laughs> I'll, hit, I'll hit the button again and I'll keep to you talking. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would that would that would necessitate uh, you being out uh, in public just speaking to people. <laughs> yeah, speaking to people. Which yeah. is hard. It's hard. It, it um, is hard. 
but you know we're ma- we're making do with what we got and it's it's fun and i enjoy talking to you and mm-hmm. seeing you on here so um speaking of see- seeing things i was my, my son's been playing basketball and yeah. uh all of his games or at least as much as they can are being streamed over youtube yeah uh and so like most afternoons i'm dropping him off for practices and sometimes they have games late in the afternoon or early evening uh i was uh i picked him up from practice the other day and and he's and he's like i'm like oh how practice goes oh fine 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 he's like there's a new kid on the team uh his name is christian Mm -hmm. and and apparently he's a christian Uh uh-huh and I said, oh, like, oh, how do you, how do you know that? And he said, well, um, because his name is Christian. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I said, wait, what? And he's like, because his name is Christian. I'm like, oh, well, uh, well, honey, I, that's, I don't think it's just, uh, you can't just that's assume. Not how religion works. Right. <laughs> I like that he that was he on the course saying like, hey, have you accepted Jesus as your personal savior? Now pass me the ball. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, so I said, was he was he talking about Jesus in the Bible and at well, during practice or something like that? He's like, no, no. Like, um, all right, well, I don't think he, he that's just a coincidence, honey. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how often though. I, I was talking about my wife later. And I said, I don't know how often kids are named at a religion, <laughs> like as their first name. And so we started talking about, yeah. we started talking about some some family naming their kid Buddhist. <laughs> yeah, like before my kid was born, I was like, if he's a boy, it's going to be Jewish. <laughs> I'm I'm really I I'm, I feel very strongly about this. <laughs> It's a boy yeah no boy. it's 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 uh, it's interesting how, <laughs> how children's minds work yeah it's like it's like bud you're just there to play basketball like, like <laughs> don't worry about you don't even worry about his name <laughs> don't worry about his name yeah give him a nickname in fact give him, yeah. give him something else like call him savior or something yeah <laughs> christ can, can he can he do a layup though that's <laughs> can he do jesus christ do a layup <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't, I don't, I don't know who our listeners, who our seven listeners are, but um, uh, they could be offended at this point. <laughs> we don't want to do that. We don't want to no. do that because there are rules to podcasting. And our, right. our our guest today um, our knows guest all today those rules. Knows all of them, and he, and he was kind enough to to lend a hand when we started this thing, and right. uh, and whatnot. Doug Bergfeld. Um, so everything we've done right has been because of Doug and everything we've done wrong is also because of Doug. So just blame him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think, you know, he's, uh, experienced enough and and man enough to take any and all criticism that we might, uh, inadvertently (laughs) throw his way. We'll we'll forward all the hate mail to him. (laughs) No, he's, (laughs) no, he's been really great. And we're thankful for the help that he gave us. Thankful for the help his son ralph gave us in producing our theme song our theme music um doug gave us lots of advice on like on music and length of the podcast and frequency and how to do hosting and a website and stuff like that it's been it's been really really helpful Uh, he's he's a great guy 
Yeah, it's certainly um, an educational process. Um, right. To, you know. And talking with him was interesting because we got to learn, you know, that he's like a, an, an international actor. Yeah, In, interna <laughs> of international fame. Right. You know, and, and, and uh, you know, he's 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 been around. He's been around, and he's done a lot of different things. And and I, you know it's funny when you talk to somebody cause you, you know something about them and then all of a sudden you learn so much more. And when you're just kind of having a conversation and, and, and to them, it's no big deal because it's almost like he, he lived 20 years outside <laughs> of the country and he was like, gonna just skate on by it. Like, he was yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, by the way, and I got the, you know, I got the muffins in the oven as well. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh, what what was that? <laughs> was that thing you just said there? You did what, where, and when? How? <laughs> and what led you to that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, weren't gonna tell us at all. <laughs> no. So we got some cool stories out of out of Doug, and uh, yeah. it was, uh, you know, uh, of the of the many 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 interviews we've done so far. This is many, one of the many, best. Many, many. One yeah, of the best. This is yeah. one of the top four. Uh huh. Uh, for sure. For sure, you know, I really, I really enjoyed. It. I, I enjoyed talking to him. I enjoy all of our guests. Yes, and uh, any opportunity we have to mm -hmm. hopefully make people laugh. So, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, without further ado, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's Doug Bergfeld. How you doing, Doug? I'm doing great. Thank you very much, Leonard. Hey, Nick, Thank what's going on? Not much. Not much. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, why'd you go to your mother-in-law's again when, uh, when you knew you were going to record with us? I, uh, because, let me just, let me just check again. <laughs> because I had to. Because had I had to. Had to. Had to. Yeah. And uh, it was one of those things where it appeared as though there was plenty of time to do both things, but at some stage it became clear that there was only enough time to do one of those things. <laughs> oh. And the option to say, hey, I'm just gonna not do the thing that you want me to do. I'm gonna do the thing that I wanna do. That wasn't gonna be the way it was gonna go. <laughs> Mostly because they don't hear very well and it would have taken a lot of time <laughs> exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> and in the end, I just said I was going on the radio. Wow. Over in the parlor. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be using the wireless. Are you, uh, are you on the ocean right now? That's a nice painting behind you. I, I'm not. I know it. I know that is a, actually that painting. I'm glad you mentioned it was painted by my father. Doug Bergfeld Jr. Wow. Oh. He has many such paintings available, some and on some kind of a website, I think. Um, so I'll, but I, I am not prepared, however, to shill my dad's work today on this particular <laughs> show. No, that's fine. But, but you, you should pass that along. From March 15th to about Christmas, you can find him any day of the week at Bergfeld's Bike Shop in Searsport, Maine, where he sells bicycles, art, and will also fix anything that involves hydraulics for you. Oh, that's awesome. Are you are you Doug Bergfeld the third? 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Watch your mouth, Kimball. Yeah. <laughs> we have a similar situation with my family. So my father's name is Leonard Kimball. And then yeah. I was Leonard Kimball Jr. Yes. And, and, and then, like, uh, my son's name is actually Leonard Kimball also. But we gave him a middle name just to just to throw a monkey wrench in the in the works. So he's just Leonard Maxwell Kimball. No, oh, no, no, like third go, or anything like that. He didn't go with Leonard Kimball also. Right. You you changed his middle name so he wouldn't be called also. Right. <laughs> yeah. So does that make him a junior of you? No. He's no? just he's, he's, he's his own thing. He's his own thing. Yeah. Actually, yeah. he's Leonard Kimball Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, I never considered the middle name. I, I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm Nicholas Gordon because the first. <laughs> the very first ever. The very first ever. It was <laughs> going to be, if I was to be a third, it would have to be Durwood. Um, oh. Mm, yes, we're from Maine. <laughs> seven <laughs> seven generations worth. So, Durwood. Durwood. Ever heard that oh. name before? No. I <laughs> mm, yeah. Doug? No. Never. No. Yeah. It's it's a big. It's a big. It's big with people who also have family members named Percy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Lemuel. <laughs> Usually, actually, I think the most common name for for uh, people who have three children is Lemuel, Durwood, and Percival. <laughs> uh, Waldo, I think that's a Waldo. It might be a Waldo County thing. <laughs> but um, but are, yeah. you, are you uh, are you a Mainer? Are you are you born and raised in Maine? I wish I could say I was Nick, um, but, I, but I can't say that because I was born away. That's How far right. away? How far away? I can tell you specifically that I was born the same number of miles away. That is Lansdale, Pennsylvania. <laughs> wow. Then, uh, is, I I don't know, is, that, is, that, is that 12? <laughs> yeah, 12. <laughs> it's 12 units. Uh-huh. Away. 12 parsecs. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're using the Lansdale scale, in which case it's only one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Going okay. to the Home Depot. Do you have any any Lansdale meters? <laughs> yeah, Lansdale of, of two by fours. Yeah. Aisle forty seven. Because <laughs> they don't actually help you over there. They just point you in a direction. Yeah. Well, <laughs> do you know where this is? Oh, do you, do you know where I can find a a, a Jigglypuff to hang up my up? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I. I'd have to ask. <laughs> I'd have to ask. Oh, hold no, on. Man. You're like, no, no, no. I have to ask. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> you have to ask. This is not happening. I don't even need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If, if you're sure, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we're good. We're so, good. So, Doug, what, what brought you to the edge of the country then, in, to Maine? Well, um, it was it was compulsory mm. because I was uh, six. No. <laughs> I, uh, I don't remember how I was disposed to the idea at the time, but 
I either loved it and it was fine or I hated it and they didn't care. <laughs> and um, either, either way. But and then I went directly to CS Port Maine from 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 well I actually I went from French town to CS Port. You'd like to know specifically. Oh, you got the good Maine accent. I can't I still can't do a Maine accent. You're never going to be able to um cuz no. uh, you have to hang out with them peeps. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I should. Yeah. And and by and by I mean like for a long time, you know, not like a couple of beers. You gotta get um yeah, you gotta like spend a whole lot of time with them. <laughs> you got it down though. That's pretty good. That's a that's a good Sears port uh accent. My grandmother think- was born in well, my grandmother was raised rather, I think raised maybe born in Bucksport, you know, Orland, Orland Island and up up that way. Oh yeah, those fuckers. Verona Island, I should say. <laughs> Is that a rivalry you have there? Those fuckers. Those it fuckers across the river. It's one town. It's one town over. So they yeah. Yeah, cross the oh, river. Oh yeah. All those guys that worked at the mill. <laughs> my my great grandmother, uh, she canned sardines. She worked in a sardine factory down there. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, so it was like there was a little controversy with our family because we were from away to begin with, so you've already got problems. But most of the people who went shopping for food went to Belfast to do their food shopping. (laughs) But my mother, she went to Bucksport. And that was kind of a big deal. Not only did you have to cross the Verona Narrows Bridge, you had to leave the county. (laughs) Taxes are different, I think, right? It was... But it, it took less time because it, it was, I, I don't know if it was closer, but it took less time to get there and back, see? Yeah, because no one else went. Well, I'll tell you, you go, you go to Bucksport for your food shopping. <laughs> <laughs> were you outcast? Were you outcast growing, growing up? Were you, were oh. you made fun of because of that? I mean. Not specifically for the, <laughs> for the place where my mom shot, but there was a lot of other reasons. <laughs> I was a pretty high value target. My mother um, drove, when my mother registered my brother to become a new kindergartner, she did so on horseback. Shut up. Wow. What? It's true. Yeah, it's true. So that, that'll get you, that'll be a good start for you. <laughs> now, it wasn't a broken down old car. It wasn't a Chevy Chevette. It was on horseback. No, it was, uh, I think it and... was a horse named Brandy. Yeah. The horse thing, Brandy. Isn't that a Bob Dylan song? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the great horse. I'm sure it was, but yeah, you, yeah. you probably couldn't live that down until at least eighth grade. Yeah. I, I, it's still, you know, every once in a while, you know, I'll be in Searsport for some reason. And it, it could get messed, it could, excuse me, it could get mentioned even if I'm just buying a pack of gum at the. <laughs> Ain't you the kid <laughs> whose mother had hey, a horse? <laughs> you look a lot like that kid. <laughs> like, nope, wasn't me, wasn't me. Uh, not to my that, recollection. At least. That was my brother. Wasn't me. <laughs> have you have you <laughs> have you embarrassed your children somehow in some oh, way? 
um, I take it as a badge of honor if I'm able to get them a little squirmy if we're out in public. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but, you know. How, how, how old? How, what do you, what, what, give us the rundown of the family. I've got a 27-year-old son, a 17-year-old son, and a 16-year-old son. Right. Nice. Just make sure I got them all. Yeah, that's all. Of them. <laughs> yeah, all that we know of. And yeah. and it's the the middle son that we have to thank for our awesome theme music for oh, yeah, Comedy Think Tank podcast. Yes, thank you very much. He really enjoyed doing that, and it, uh, he really appreciated you giving him a chance. So that's very nice of you guys. Yeah, it turned out really really great, and, and like we're just you know bopping along and nice walking pace and people can listen to in their car and then they're like i feel like i should be walking while i hear this so they just pull the car over start walking and they stop cool good stuff so anyway so uh this interview is is a reasonably wide ranging at the minute is that is that, <laughs> is that, is that how it's meant to go yes. yeah yeah oh it is okay Yes, wide ranging. Yeah, you know, we, we well, we, I mean, we wrote some stuff down, but you know, oh, yeah, we I'd were love to hear about. We, it. we had planned on spending an hour just talking about the the Mars rover, but uh, <laughs> we, we figured we we touch touch on a few topics here and there. Actually, oh. while while we're on while on the topic of family and, and your and your kids, you uh, you're a surfer. I I also attempt to surf. Um, how how do you how do you get into surfing and and how, you know, tell us about that. Well, as always, it's everything's complicated with me, right? So oh, that's fine. Yeah. So that's why we have you on. So I was. So what happened was, is I was married at one point, mm. right? And then I wasn't. And a common story. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had the kids, you know, a lot, and I I ran out of stuff to do with them. <laughs> and so. But I like the beach. Everybody really liked the beach. So I'm like, that's pretty good. So I got some of those, uh, you know, those uh, body boards like you get down at the beach shop. And so we went, we'd got some of them. And so we went down to Popham Beach and Reed State Park, what have you. And um, that seemed to be fun. And then um, I just saw a guy one day over at Reed State Park surfing. And I'm like, oh, oh I, I want to do that. So I went and got some surfboards and started doing it. And now I got, I, know, I have probably like eight surfboards, right? Because I've got a couple, three for me. Well, you know how it is. Oh, yeah. Each have one, right? Got a spare one in case somebody wants to go and doesn't have a surfboard because it's funner to go with people. Yeah. Even if that person's never surfed before, it's still better than going by yourself. So 100%. Yeah. Well, um, I, I live now near Popham, so we'll have to go Popham and Reed. We'll have to go this summer. So you live near what are you like in Bath? Yeah, I'm on oh, Route 90. Yeah. Right there. No, not 90, 93, but yeah. Yeah. Well, we call right Reed there. Park, uh, we call Reed uh, over by Todd's Point. We call that one uh, uh, Death Beach. <laughs> Death Beach? Really? It's hard to surf there because it, you know, it, it can be it can be get, can get pretty dicey over there. Nice. Yeah. We won't go there first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like it, but it's it can be dicey. That's yeah. where I got hurt. That's where I got stitches. Oh wow! Did you, did you go under? I I went under one time, and 
I had to cover my head and I was just being propelled forward and I didn't know where I was going to land. So uh, I, had, I got out of the water at that point. I was down at Higgins Beach. And oh, yeah, that can get a little jumpy. It was something. So, uh, But I still love it and I haven't been. I didn't go last year, so I'll definitely be looking forward to that. Nice. No, I read it was a pretty heavy day, right? Like it was like a tropical stormy. Yeah. So first of all, I shouldn't have been anywhere near that area, much less in the water. I was with my 16 year old at the time who said, dad, um, I don't, I think this is a little too intense for you to do. And I'm using my 16 year old judgment to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> not go into that water yeah, you <laughs> yeah i'll be fine so i went into the water and i did something what's what's called purling and what that means leonard is your surfboard's nose goes plunging to the bottom of the sea <laughs> and at some stage the purling stops and the surfboard comes out at a quite a high rate of speed and it went way up in the sky and then came down. And then it comes down again, right? <laughs> the air. This time it's coming down through the air. <laughs> and um, it hit me on the head. But that wasn't the problem. I took a fin between my fingers. Oh. It's coming down. And so it was like, so I'm coming out of the sea with my, because I hit my head a little bit and I got my hand on my head, right? And as I walk out, right, dragging my board, all these ladies on the beach just all went, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it doesn't hurt that bad. I mean, it was just a little bump, right? But I got, of course, I don't know I'm bloody because I'm wet, right? So I got blood coming down the side of my face and onto my chest. Oh. <laughs> it was so bad that the lifeguard who was meant to, right, clean me up, passes out. <laughs> so but it wasn't as bad as that it was just coming from here right and i'd put it yeah. i'd hold it but my friend was there marcia who's a lovely woman marcia from searsport well she's from stockton springs but we call her from searsport she um <laughs> she happened to be there she's that good that even though she's from stockton that we <laughs> you adopted her yeah searsport um anyway so she's a nurse so right so she's sorted me right out, took me to the emergency room and it was all fine. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a safe sport. It's, it's, it's actually, it looks like a lot of fun and you just kind of go out and you ride the waves and say, like, yeah, man, whatever, play the ukulele, have a bonfire and, you know, call it a day. Uh, it's, it's intense. It, you know, people I think don't really realize once you get out in that water, how hard those waves are crashing. And, the thing is, it just the, never freaking, it never stops. Yeah. It's not like it you get a break, right? No. You gotta be, you gotta be moved. But I don't go like, like, I don't know who was. Somebody asked me, geez, how come you only, gee, Doug, you never go out when it's higher than this. Yeah, up to your I'm shoulders. Like, right, because yeah. I'm just not that, that sure I can A, I'm sure I can swim out to them. Yeah. I'm just not sure I can get back should anything occur. <laughs> get back to where you actually parked the car. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just afraid I might go to France. I might end up in France. You never know. <laughs> we don't want that. So, um, no, that's awesome. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely we'll hit that this summer. Uh, now, would you say, if you're going out to dinner, uh, would you say surf and turf or turf and surf? Oh, I... Yeah. 
So uh, I'm glad you asked that question. Because <laughs> um, it has to be surf and turf. Okay. And I just oh. I almost got in a fight with a guy um, out in the parking lot of Hannaford. And, uh, <laughs> and all, all I was doing, Nick and Leonard, I, all I was doing was, you know, they have these little... Um, these little tasty bites, right? They're like these little pastries, like little straw raspberry filled pastries. They're fantastic. All I wanted was some of them. And I'm <laughs> on my way back to my car and uh, the guy's talking on his phone to his friend. He goes, yeah, I'm going to go down and get the turf and surf, right? Oh, no. And it enraged <laughs> me. I put the phone right out of his hand and smashed it. <laughs> it just saw red. Yeah. And then, and the, so my day got was my day was really complicated after that, but in the end, right, whatever else <laughs> happened, and there was a fine, but we did establish, right, in court, it's surf and turf. Yeah, okay. good, excellent. Now that's why I asked because yeah. sometimes you hear things and people say, you know, it the wrong way, and, and it's like, no, that's not how it goes. It's it, you have the certain ways of saying certain things, and surf and turf is definitely one of them. Just, we've yeah, been getting a, we've been getting a lot of listener letters asking us which way it should go, and so I don't now want we know. With you guys or them, right? So no, let's sure. just right. Let's just let's just decide right now. Surf, and turf. <laughs> surf. I'll go back to our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, with that settled, um, the real reason why <laughs> we had you, yeah. <laughs> had you on yeah. was, you know, because you have a podcast, we've started a podcast, and yeah. you helped us get it started, and we wanted to thank you for that. And Absolutely. Talk to you, talk to you more uh, formally about uh, podcasting. Well, I'm very happy to help. I, the, You know, podcasting is one of those things where... It's competitive, I guess, but it really isn't, right? It really right. isn't competitive. It's, it's one of those things where you just, you want everybody who's doing it to do as well as they can. Um, you know, unless they're dicks, in which case that's, <laughs> doesn't matter what they're doing, you're hoping they fail. So it's less about podcasts, it's more about them being dicks, right? Uh -huh. So yeah, you want your fellow podcasters to do well. I think For that sure. seems to be the spirit of the of the genre. Uh, so, what what sort of inspired you to start Ultra Quiz Plus? Uh, well, oh, I guess non-visual media. I just <laughs> I just held up two fingers. I was and, like, "Live long and prosper." No, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Sorry, everybody. Um, uh, well. I just wanted to try it, right? So I started a podcast with my buddy Steve called Alley Chat, which you can't find anymore. It's, oh, yeah, uh, I do remember that one. And that's that was just, my buddy Steve tells great stories. So we just sat around the Liberal Cup and I just left the mic running and he told all kinds of stories. And it, <laughs> it was great, but the trouble was, it's really hard to edit because it's a joy to be with him for three hours, right? But it is not a joy to listen to three hours of me <laughs> shooting the shit. It's about 45 minutes of a joy uh -huh. right, out of three hours for the general public. So it was an absolute pain in the ass to edit because I had to listen back to the whole thing, right? Ugh. 
and some of it was great living at once, but not twice. So, um, <laughs> no offense to Steve, right? No, no, Steve's great. I, I mean, uh, the, minute, the minute he gets his second vaccination bat, jab, we'll be right back in business. But, um, uh-huh. uh, miss him a lot. But so, I wanted to figure out something that had more of a format that was a little bit more structured. And so, I had always, I love, uh, um, English, UK, Irish, Scottish comedy. And so I consume a lot of that on the YouTube and whatever, the Brit box, whatever you need. And they have a format over there that's like, wait, wait, don't tell me, which is a panel show, but they have millions of them, right? We've got basically, wait, wait, oh, to tell you, to tell the truth is kind of a panel show, yeah. right? Uh, whose line is it anyway is a panel show, essentially. So I, I wanted to do one of those. And there was, my favorite one is one called, um, uh, by Bob Mortimer and um, Vic Reeves called Shooting Stars, which you can get on YouTube. It's insane. It's, surre- it's surreal. It's absurd. It doesn't make any sense. It's one of those things you're laughing and you, you're like, what am I, why am I laughing at this? It's stupid, but it's, it's just one of those <laughs> things. Great. And um, they, you know, they had some of those things that we have in the Ultra Quiz Plus, right? A little call and response, you know, these little running gags, and I really liked it. So I started to do the podcast just with a recorder on a bar table. With well, I think Leonard was in, like, he was like on a third show, right? Right, right. It was very unsophisticated, and I wrote the show on Twitter, and um, um, and it was crazy. Um, so at some stage I decided that it would be a higher quality program if I used people who actually had some experience being funny, (laughs) not just dragging people in off the street. Right. And Uh if I actually took some time to write the show and I feel like that was right. Having, (laughs) having like talented people on um katie by the way if you're listening you're a very talented person that i've had on um and then taking the time to write a show i mean that that has helped a lot and so so and i love it i love all every aspect of it except for the editing it's fun to write it's fun to do it's fun to post it it's just not that much fun to edit (laughs) (laughs) uh and then how how quickly that sheldon bird the lovely lovely sheldon bird uh get involved was it from the first episode or no see i didn't even think about sheldon as being part of the show because <laughs> uh, he's so busy no snow boys it's because he's so busy right so sheldon like he's always doing he's always in a band and a chorus he's playing bass he's singing this he's singing that so busy right i think i almost felt like i'd never get him he's been on alley chat plenty of times but then I realized that I needed to get more sophisticated with my um, my recording equipment um, because we were doing it in loud bars. And I also knew that I wanted to take the podcast and do it live in front of an audience. I felt like that would be, I would add a lot to the the show as far as the energy of the performers and in my energy, you know, I know what, you know, Leonard, you've done the show when there hasn't been any people. Right. And you on the show when there has been three or four or nine people in the audience. It's a big, big difference, right? Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to do that. And so I knew I needed more equipment. And that meant I needed a guy to run the soundboard. 
So originally I was just going to have Sheldon run the board. Okay. And that was it. He was just going to run the board and keep the scores. Um, and I forget who called it the birdcage. Somebody called it the birdcage <laughs> on some show. It was like, I don't know if it was Amanda. It was one of the early shows at the Cup when we were at that big table in the back. And um, right. somebody called it the birdcage. And that was it. <laughs> and then we started bird caging and caca and his part in the show just grew and grew because a he's very funny fella um he's very good at genuinely annoying me <laughs> genuinely funny yeah even to me when i listen back right i get like when he's pulling that shit on me and during the show i, <laughs> I get really i'm like Will you quit it? And um, <laughs> I listen back, and it's 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 very funny, right? <laughs> yeah. So he and he's a, he's a good performer. You know, he's got a lot of experience, and uh, so I always kind of look for more ways to mix him into the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how many like how many how many episodes do you have? Editing, about. Uh, oh, which one am I doing? Oh, I'm getting ready to edit. Um, uh, forty-seven. 47. Yeah, so we're three away from 50. Cool. Third season, I've been doing it, you know, like, you know, there's math involved in determining the year, but um, um, there would have been more shows, right? But 2020, we had to take a break because I couldn't get anyone to leave their home. And mm -hmm. we tried, I don't know if any of you guys were on the Zoom. We tried to do a Zoom one. No, I wasn't on that. Can Does not work for uh, improv. Yeah, it's it's tough. I've done a couple of things that were improv. Uh, well, at least one thing with with Dennis Price uh, online where we're improv. It's 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 good when like you're just sort of given a character. You're like, hey, you know, one of the one of the bits in the show was like, all right, okay, here's here's a deal, Leonard. You're Sylvester Stallone, and you're upset you can't get in the public pool. Go. And so there, <laughs> I can I can do like a minute of just my you know doing an impersonation. But like the going back and forth and trying to do it a scene or, and and sort of responding to what other people are saying on uh, uh, for improv over Zoom is really really difficult. Yeah, the timing's really wacky. And then Amanda was like, every and everybody felt like they could eat during it, right? Like everybody <laughs> felt like because we're doing it on Zoom, we could just like smack our lips, and have, right? Jelly running out of our mouths. <laughs> And people eat that, you know, people eat, will eat when we're doing the show, um, um, you know, they'll have like a snack or something with them. But this was like just munching down. I'm like, you know, <laughs> spaghetti and meatballs. And <laughs> it was really distracting. <laughs> so we did it once and I'm like, no more, we're not doing this again. No. It's just distracting on Zoom when people are moving around and they'll forget about someone actually chewing on something or unwrapping a. One of my favorite things to do at work is to be in a meeting and just pick up my laptop and start like, like I'm in some sort of long Scorsese shot. <laughs> the house, right? Because I just get in my head, oh, I should maybe I'll take something out of the fridge and let it warm up. You know what? I'll just go get the mail during this meeting. I, I, th I think during this last year, people have, they're, 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 accustomed to not to just being at home and being able to do whatever they want to do i actually got on the phone with somebody 
through work. It was nobody I deal with on a regular basis, but they, I actually heard the toilet flush after they answered the phone. <laughs> and I thought, I thought, are you, you're kidding me, right? You're like, there's no reason on this earth why you couldn't have waited or just called me back. It was like, hello, how's it going? Yada, 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 flush, and like distinct, you know. And I, was, I just, oh, I just like, kept talking. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, whatever. The guy that I work with, you know how you can get those Zoom backgrounds, right? Yeah. He's got a background that makes it look like he's in a cubicle having a shit. <laughs> he's not, but it looks very much like he's right. Just he's down to, he's in the Home Depot bathroom. So, so it, you're at, you're at work, right? So the first couple times you think to yourself, like, all right, let's not say anything. Let's just let this go. Right? Yeah, let's let's let just, it go. We're professional. Like, we're not, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I used I used to I used to work with someone. I'm not gonna try trying to give any clues as to where I was, but I would go into the bathroom and then I would hear him in the stall having a conversation. And it'd be like, yeah, honey, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'll I'll bring home some milk. And I'm like, wait a minute, do I need to be do I need to be quiet now? Like what <laughs> like, well, is this a phone? Yeah, booth? what's this, what's the stall <laughs> etiquette? You know, yeah, I'm, I'm in. A, can I make my own phone call? Like, <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God, that was so awkward. Yeah, that's something. Speaking of work, um, well, actually, no. Your hosting abilities, your public speaking abilities. Are you a natural uh, performer, public speaker, host of things in your life at work, or you know, is it something you've had to develop over time, or are you just? You know what I'm saying? I am an absolute natural. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I don't know anymore. Right. So I've been doing it. I don't remember when I didn't do any, you know, even when I was in high school, I sort of did stuff like this. You know, we did a back when you could get a, when video cameras were like exotic. Right. So this is imagine 1982. Right. And, um, and so we went to our English professor, English teacher at the time and said, hey, we bunch of guys decided that we would rather not write a paper for our English assignment. What we would rather do is write, direct, and produce a video with some of this video equipment that you have down, into the, uh, down to the library. <laughs> right? Wow, that's, that's what they're going to do. You're going to do that. So we basically did a, you know, a skit show, right? It was, I think mm -hmm. we, it was very Monty Python-y, it must have been, right? Uh -huh. um, 1982, sure. <laughs> yes, it was very, I would say, heavily influenced by Monty Python. Though our, I think our, our cold opener was a, a spoof bit on the monkey's paw. The monkey's paw. I can't remember okay. why I thought it was so funny, but... um. <laughs> Uh, right, and so we just, you know, you do it how you do it, right? We all wrote little pieces of little bits of the script on straight pieces of paper and set up a camera, and I was the host. So, and I think wow. we called it Probe. I, I think the name of the show it was like a fake variety show, like um, like like sixty, like a fake sixty minutesy sort of show, right? And so it was called Probe. <laughs> really, funny name. really funny name right if you're yeah. 17 in high school 
And yep. I, can, I can still remember it. Hello and welcome to Probe. <laughs> <laughs> hey. um, yeah, so yeah, I've been doing stuff like this a long time. Did you get a, did you get a good grade on that? A. For sure. Absolutely. A. Going away, I'm sure. <laughs> even though the pauses, right? Even though between, nowadays, of course, you'd add it in, right? In between each segment, there'd be a pause, right? <laughs> and of yep. course, it was killing us. But nowadays, they stick stuff like that in. Oh, they right? do. Yep. Um, That's but yeah, we did. We broke the tripod. Oh, my God. <laughs> did your mother ride down on a horse and pay for it? <laughs> they told her to leave. <laughs> And the horse she rode in. <laughs> uh, we're sorry, Doug's mom. <laughs> My mom is a is a trip. I'll tell you. I bet. I bet. Yeah. Right she, around. She has no inkling that other people exist, <laughs> right? Or will care, right? I don't. She doesn't care. Sometimes that's better. I mean, no, that that is better. Just do your thing. Just live your life. Yeah. Just just be who you're going to be. That's the end of it, right? Yes. So, but yeah, I've always been, I've always done a kind of, I've always had some kind of show going, whether it was, um, I was more showy than worky during my late 20s and early 30s when I lived in, uh, I mostly lived in, Bulgaria, and um, I mostly did creative things. I was in Bulgaria for a lot of, for a good part of the year, and I was also in Portland, and I worked as a musician and um, other kind of uh, of an entertainer of various types, which I now call light entertainer. Yeah. Light entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but how did you end up in Bulgaria? Oh, uh, I was an actor, so there oh. was a a theater company up in I was in Orlando. <laughs> right? You either go to LA to be an no, actor or you go to I Bulgaria. Orlando. I was in Orlando. <laughs> I tried out to be an actor in a play and uh. I got a gig. The the gig was part of the gig was going to Bulgaria and touring the sh- doing the show in Bulgaria and <laughs> wow. um, which I which I did and everybody was we were supposed to be out a six week thing, six, eight weeks and Everybody came home but me. Wow. Good experience? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely great. I mean, it's one of those things, as many things, right? It tells better than it lived at times. Yeah. I think I had to sleep in my my Lada for a little while. You know, I was sleeping in a car for a while. There was some there was some dicey out, there was some dicey activities with um uh, people who we might consider gypsies. <laughs> okay. Um, I got cursed a few times. <laughs> I, I got cursed because I wouldn't because I didn't buy a basket of a particular type. <laughs> I also had the door of my apartment stolen. <laughs> well, well, did you lock it? Boom! Boom! Yeah. Oh. Huh. <laughs> It was under lock and key, but they took the whole door. Frame and all. But it's okay because I had a friend who knew a guy who was a welder. And so he put he built a cage to put over my door 
Nice. My, so it wouldn't happen again. But my landlord was really slow about replacing a door. So for a long time, I was just a cage. <laughs> <laughs> then someone stole the cage. You <laughs> couldn't feel the cage. That's the thing. It was magic. Um, but right, you could. I had to put like a little curtain on there because it was just a, a cage door, and um, it was yeah, letting so air in. It was letting. Well, it was very breezy, but it was fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was. Well, you know, I had a girlfriend, and when I first brought her back to the. <laughs> right, I, I met her after I had a cage door and not a wooden door and so you know when you want to go back and say hello to to your house and i, I got so used to it right i forgot i had a cage <laughs> right when's when am i getting my door Utre, utre. it's kind of like manana right Utre. so um so i you know, i brought her back to the apartment and then and it was as i'm turn, turning the corner right i go oh jesus my cage. I'm about the cage. <laughs> I don't speak Bulgarian very well, guys. <laughs> I can go into a really complicated story. <laughs> I can't do nuance at this stage. <laughs> so, so how do you say how do you say kidnap? How do you say kidnap in Bulgarian? <laughs> Well, no, it worked out because it just so happened that her name was Irina, Irina, and we'd been on some dates, but the dates were she we don't she we've gone to the zoo, right? She likes to go to the zoo um, because it's sort of outside, and um, and she would teach me the names of all the of the animals, right? In Bulgaria, it was really nice, right? Very kind of romantic. And so when we did, we came around, and she's like, look, right, pointing at the cage. <laughs> And I just said in Bulgarian, I really like the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So that's one of the trillions of stories that uh, <laughs> were generated during the period of time between 1992 and uh, 2000. That's great. That's and, great. And before I had a chance to get my chloroform rag out, she took <laughs> off. <laughs> you gotta remember to preload the rag with chloroform. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm so hey, worried about wasting it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rookie my, mistake there, Doug. My my grandma, my grandmother used to say she was so poor that she didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. <laughs> But she didn't know anything about <laughs> cages on doors or doors <laughs> cages as doors. I wish she was still alive so I could let her know that other people are worse off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, my neighbors oh. were cool with it. Yeah. Hey, whatever. They were cool. Um, oh man, you should go back. You should go back to that place. You should take your kids back there and show them. <laughs> well, it's one of the things I want to do, right? I think it's been twenty. It's been 21 years since I've mm -hmm. been there. Right? And, and um, I've been able to, you know, I'm, I'm Facebooking with them all, but, you know, I should probably get back there. I'd really like to take, my, take the kids there and definitely take my, my wife there. I think she'd, uh, she'd get it. She'd enjoy it. Yeah. No, any, any, any chance to travel is a good thing. So yeah. that, is, that is a really good story. Um, 
you have a you've done stand up on our open mic a couple of years ago. Did did you ever do stand up comedy as a, on a, as a regular thing or? Well, um, so when I when I was um, I had a show called um, the Zodiac Cowboy, and it was mostly a music show, and and so it was basically a bait and switch, right? So you're hiring a guy, you hire me to play music and you think, oh good, I got a musician, but that's yeah. not what you got. <laughs> so I do the first two sets would be music. And then the last set would be, I would make up songs on the fly to suggestions from the audience, which was by far my favorite part of the night. And you really did have to wait until about 10 o'clock to start with that behavior because people need to be pretty good and juiced if that's going to work right. uh, but i would tell jokes um uh as part of the show just either because i couldn't remember what the next song was supposed to be okay. I didn't, or i didn't feel like singing anymore right so i would just, just <laughs> i would just start to tell stories and and you know just sort of make sometimes just make things up to very very mixed results right <laughs> um, did not i've had guys rush up on the stage to correct my uh uh my uh what he perceived to be an offensive line of 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 joking about his what was apparently his girlfriend Interesting. Oh. <laughs> miscalculation there sorry everybody <laughs> um so but i like i like doing that stuff um but the stand-up um you know as I've been encountering more stand-up comedians because of the podcast, um, there's been a few who've, who've been encouraging me in that direction. I think Johnny Ader's like, you should be doing some stand-up. So um, it's just a matter of finding time to write a, yep. write, write an act, figuring out what you want to do for five minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, But I've been sort of toying around with this late entertainer um sort of bit it's yep. nice because right. it's uh right it's light you know I, I i will have failed if i entertain you too much <laughs> if you're too heavily entertained right I would, so you gotta that's but it's very precise it has to be right it has to be about as has to be more entertaining right than watching somebody struggle to park a car right <laughs> right, right. Park. But only just. Yeah. I mean, you you've talked about writing jokes for like speeches you had to do or things you've hosted before. Like, do you do you think about do you think that maybe the collection of those jokes you've done could be, you know, could give you a few minutes on stage just a, just a, just telling jokes? Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think I could. I'm not concerned about being able to write a bunch of jokes because I, okay. right, I write a bunch of jokes every two weeks. <laughs> right. So I'm not concerned about writing a bunch of jokes. Um, it's the it's the performing of the jokes. So, right, I'm doing all right on this interview, probably, right? I haven't put <laughs> anything down. I haven't prepared anything. And um, uh, I like to, I do better when I'm, when I have a rough, idea of where I'm going from A to B. I know the character I'm supposed to play and I know that I'm supposed to get a laugh every little while. Uh -huh. That's pretty much the way I I uh, 
you know, I prepare for a hosting gig, for instance. Like I did a, ho- I, I, I think I hosted for Don Hartel. I think she's been on the show. Yes. She had to do something, right? So she's, it was like a Jenga. It was a spelling bee and Jenga, right? Spelling bee and Jenga. So I'm going <laughs> to host a, like a, but it's not a joke spelling bee. This is a freaking spelling bee. A real spelling bee. About spelling yeah, for, for literacy sure. volunteers. These guys are not. <laughs> Sticking around with my alternative spelling. <laughs> so, um, and so she said, will you do it? And I, you know, I prepared the way you prepare, like, okay, how do you say literacy? How do you say volunteers? Is there, right, do I have to give away anything? You know, is there any admin? Do I need to show them the bathrooms? What happens if there's a fire, right? All the stuff. Um, but then it's just a wing, you know, just wing it. And it was, I, you know, I mean, I, obviously asked the literacy volunteers how it went, but I think it went pretty well. And people laughed and right. And I wasn't nervous. So I liked it. I get very nervous when I when I'm going up to tell a joke. I don't get very nervous if I'm just going up to go, hey everybody. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not strictly there for myself. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so so then have you tried doing improv? Because that sounds like you'd be better better at improv and and I think I probably would be better at improv I haven't tried it just hasn't and it's not for lack of desire I just haven't the opportunity and the uh the opportunity to do it and the free time to do it have not entered this building at the same time Uh, right it does seem like you'd be a natural at I mean you have some acting skills and you have some comedic skills and you know you understand comedic timing uh so Got to laugh though. Yeah, see? Perfect. That was a cheap, cheap one. So cheap, cheap. I can hear Sheldon Bird calling in the back. <laughs> oh, shoot. Wow. So, so, Doug, thank you very much again for, for joining us. If we, um, if you recall, we, we mentioned to you a segment we want to do on each podcast called Curse the Darkness. Mm. And if you're not familiar, there's a Chinese proverb. I think it's Chinese proverb that goes like, if I'd rather light a candle than curse the darkness. And the Curse of Darkness segment is just where we want people to talk about things that they want to curse about now you don't have to use bad words i mean because this isn't it's okay it's an adult podcast but like things that you complain about but don't have any plans to make any effort to change or fix or or anything like that so things you might complain about but don't work to correct i looked it up it is a chinese proverb it's a chinese because i can't really do this unless i know the specific Um, right. origin of the proverb i just right, you know that uh, so basically when you say curse in this case you mean curse in the context of i curse thee yes i that i bestow upon thou a withering curse <laughs> yeah you're used uh, to being cursed you understand this <laughs> i think i don't I'll tell you, you know what's been bothering me lately? I'll tell you what's been bothering me lately. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for asking. <laughs> Finally. Um, people who ask questions that they do not care about knowing the answer to. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> or, right, people who ask questions that they very well know the answer to. <laughs> like, hey, I noticed, I noticed that you spelled, I noticed that you spelled there the wrong way. <laughs> Did you mean to spell? Did you mean it that way? The wrong way. Yes, no, uh, you, thank, thank you very much for asking me about my state of mind when the crime happened. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, I don't, well, I, I hardly ever ask a question I don't know the answer to. Ah, uh, that's like a, like a lawyer. That's would... my line of bit. Yeah, it's my sort of line of biz, right? Yeah. We, I, I like to know what I'm asking about because I'm trying to catch them. I'm just kidding everybody at work. I'm not that way, really. Um, <laughs> I'm not that way, really. Others, um, all right, we're all, right, everybody with the mute, okay, I'm riding it, it's cool. <laughs> um, uh, it doesn't annoy me anymore. Now it's like, oh, yeah. Now, I, now when it happens, it's a comfort, right? It's a comfort when, when somebody talks while they're on mute after a year of doing that. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. I'm so glad you did that, man. Yeah. It's, I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm a sane person now. <laughs> this has been a real meeting. Someone does it. Okay, great. Now we can move on. Meeting. <laughs> that's one of the, one of the problems with doing zoom meetings and, and team meetings where I work is that, um, you know, it's already not that, um, you know, that's not really a happening kind of gig, right? We're not like, it's not like, um, uh, what's that? it's not like a high pressure investigation show right it's not like everybody's really they're all lovely but they're not that cool and the subject matter is definitely not cool right uh -huh. so <laughs> the meetings can be a little dry you know even in person you know when and we we like to use lots of ter the terms the, the primary terms that will come up in a meeting well we don't want to reinvent the wheel <laughs> oh, uh oh, we don't want to get down in the weeds, right? Right. We don't, because those weeds, what's going to happen to those weeds? <laughs> They're going to get wrapped around the axle. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Uh -huh. Right, it's so before it'll happen again. <laughs> well, that's usually the highlight. That's usually the that's usually the com that's usually all the comedy that you're gonna get out of meetings. But on teams, it, it's made it a little bit worse because everybody's a little stiff, you know, in front of the camera. <laughs> but not me, because I'm like camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
everybody, it's time for the meeting. <laughs> and I got the agenda right here. And it looks like first on the agenda is Mary Sue McGillicuddy. You might remember Mary Sue from the meeting at 8.30, the meeting at 9.30, and reprising her role in the meeting at 10.30. Well, she's back for the 1.30 meeting. <laughs> she's going to ask you a few questions she doesn't care about the answer to. Thank you very much. <laughs> She's on mute. Mary. <laughs> Mary, you're on mute. You're on mute, Mary. Mary, oh, Mary can you hear us? <laughs> so I uh, I curse thee. That's what I, I, I bestow upon that a withering curse. No, that's, excellent. That's perfect. That's Thank you, Doug. Perfect. All right. I think in this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doug, this, this has been great, Doug. Thank you very much for joining well, us. It's been great to have you as a guest. We'd love to have you back on and talk about um, you know other times when you've kidnapped people in other countries. Sure, sure. sure. <laughs> and I just, I, you know, I, I want to thank you very much. I really appreciate you having me on. I really did have a good time. It's very nice of you, by the way. I just want to indicate that it's a very nice thing to do to invite somebody on to your show. Oh, you're and I welcome. would also like to say um it's ultra quiz plus is the name of the program and you can find it on www.ultraquizplus.com or you can just search on itunes or apple podcasts or anywhere you get podcasts and you'll be able to find it where you will hear ladies and gentlemen not just leonard kimball not just nick gordon but many of the comedians that they will have interviewed on this show so hope to see you on my stats later very Excellent. true. Very true. All good. intertwined. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I did my I did my official plug. I feel good now. That was <laughs> excellent. Good. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Doug Bergfield, everyone. That was Doug Bergfield, ladies and gentlemen. I can't imagine living in an apartment in a foreign country with a front door that is made of bars and bringing a girl who likes a zoo home for a rendezvous. Yeah, I feel like Doug is full of stories like this, and he was a pleasure to talk with outside of the parameters of his podcast, the Ultra Quiz Plus, and I'm excited to have a surf buddy for the summer. You can hear more of Doug, Sheldon, us, and many of Maine's other comedians on the Ultra Quiz Plus podcast, found at ultraquizplus.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again to our listeners. You can follow Comedy Think Tanked on Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much any place you can think of. Be sure to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram at Comedy Think Tanked, Twitter at Comedy Tanked, and our website, ComedyThinkTank.com. Email us at ComedyThinkTanked at gmail.com. Have a nice day. Theme music was written and produced by a minor, Ralph Bergfeld. No comedians were hurt in the production of this podcast. All audio snippets of actual funny punchlines were not written or performed by any of us or our subsidiaries. Rather, they are express written bits of professionals we admire. Let the civil actions be filed. Any opinion heard, actual or implied, is that of Comedy Think Tank's producers and their guests. 
Any slight, insult, affront, slur, disparaging remark, snub, rebuff, rejection, or spurning, no matter how derogatory, pejorative, or abusive you may feel it is, was not intended, but for comedic, entertaining purposes only. Thanks for listening. Yes, comedy think tank. Yeah. Comedy, comedy, think. Tank. Have you gotten better at saying it? Tank. Uh. Give, give me a second. <laughs> Co- comedy, think. Try not to interrupt you. Yeah. <laughs> you need to try harder. Comedy, think, tanked. <laughs> tanked. Tanked.